Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, master baker, millennial, and co-host of this podcast, The Review Crew. And it's Emma, the other co-host, aspiring minimalist, New Yorker, age-old friend of Franny. Uh, ancient, oldest time, our <laughs> friendship. Not you specifically. Both. Mm-hmm. Both prehistoric, even. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait for next time we record when I can just go through each ride at Disney World and just review <laughs> each ride one by one. It's like, I feel like as we started recording, I could sense, I can sense your Disney energy. I can feel it like <laughs> quivering out of your voice is just like your voice that the, like the, the sound wave of your voice is in the shape of Mickey's ears at this point. I, that's so funny you say that because I have two important Disney World trip updates for the listeners and you. All right. Today, I did go ahead and purchase tickets to Epcot. So we are doing three days in a row, people. One day, Magic Kingdom. Next okay. day, Epcot. Next day, Universal Studios, including Harry Potter World. Holy shit. It's going to be a nonstop weekend of theme parkery. Damn. Damn, and then, dude. Yeah. The other important update is that Adrian had the genius idea of watching mm-hmm. Ratatouille. So we did watch the first hour of Ratatouille. Ratatouille. We've never seen it. Um, You've never seen it? No, I don't know how. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but very enjoyable. We did have to stop so that I could do this recording. So we haven't finished uh, it. Yeah, so no spoilers. <laughs> but <laughs> I was very excited because at Epcot, they have a special Remy's Ratatouille adventure ride, Ooh. which is now going to be the highlight of the trip. Very exciting. Is this also like helping inform for you the parts of everything everywhere all at once where there's Rakukuni? We were saying that this that that the context we had for Ratatouille was from everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> I so much enjoyed that in everything everywhere all at once. I actually only saw Ratatouille. I like now I can't say that in a normal way. <laughs> Ratatouille, not how it's pronounced. Um I've only seen it once, but I remember it being entertaining and cute. What context did you see it in? Like, who, how, who? I honestly couldn't tell you. No idea. I just know that I viewed it. So I don't remember if this was like occasionally Stephen and I will watch a children's movie on a whim or if I watched it with my nephews, but it definitely was watched by me and was fine. Yeah, it's it's cute. Thomas Keller was consulted in how they designed the food in that movie. Oh, that's awesome. In case, in case you wanted to know. Dang. Um, well, that is great. I love that you are. I love that you're getting so prepped for your trip. Do you have any other preparatory work that you have done recently? Um, listening to the songs of Disney. I have made a detailed, like minute by minute plan for what the parks and like what ride to do first, second, third, etc. Excellent. And okay. I've read many articles. Yes. Go on. Excellent. I was going to say, um, how do you rate the making of a detailed plan? Like, does that bring you a lot of joy, the making of the It does. Plan? It does bring me a lot of joy. I don't know. The thing about Disney World is you have to make a detailed plan because um, my mom and I were talking about this, but it's like they've made the new system so complicated that it's mm-hmm. like you really have to do your research because there's like 
instead of having FastPass, which is what they used to have, which was a free service, now they have Genie Plus, but they don't just have Genie Plus, they have Lightning Lanes. They don't just have that, they also have virtual queues. So basically everything is like, there's mm. a million different systems just to like get a good spot in line and you have to really figure it out. <laughs> that sounds honestly like hell. So I'm glad you're enjoying making the plan. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it is good. I can't wait. I, I don't want us to get too into it because I want to hear the full review of the plan post trip. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Um, I feel like I'm bringing I might have a weird energy today. Um, today I had to cover my coworker's shift because he has mm. some sort of stomach flu. Ooh, gross. Um, I know zero out of ten to the stomach flu. Definitely, no one should ever be working uh, with a stomach flu. Um, zero out of ten to covering shifts, even though obviously I do not resent this person at all for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but just waking up early on what's normally a weekend day. Um, I did work a short day though, which wasn't bad. But so anyways, I've been up since early, as it's Mm. called, (laughs) and then was hosting a birthday party in the afternoon for my mother-in-law, which was a gardening party. This was her her request was to help uh, get people together and help landscape our yard because she really likes doing stuff like that. So I had like I had my coffee in the morning. I had my matcha latte at work. Then I came home and I made coffee and then have been like working in the yard. And I feel like the caffeine energy is like coming in waves for me because mostly I'm just like exhausted Mm. um, and have been like working in the sun all afternoon. But then I randomly have like the manic caffeine energy. Um, That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all, it's just wavering between like a two and a 10 out of 10 as far as my energy level. So that's the vibe I'm bringing to the pod today. The planter box that you guys crafted looks incredible dude yes i'm so excited about it so right now planner box 10 out of 10 i highly recommend this to everyone this is actually a recommendation from my head chef Hmm. was to buy this style of planner box because he just learned about it Hmm. Uh, well basically i know that lowe's and home depot sell them i don't know if your other like more local oh fuck sorry i realized my notifications were on my phone (laughs) (laughs) okay everyone ignore that uh anyway um, Lowe's or Home Depot both have basically you get these cinder blocks that look like little kind of puzzle pieces like they have a groove on all four sides of the cinder block and you basically just need a two by six piece of wood of cut to whatever length you want for your cinder or for your planter box so you just have your cinder blocks in the four corners and you can stack them as tall as you want if you stack them real tall they have a hole in the middle you can like shove rebar in it But basically, it's a way to build a planter box where you literally don't screw anything together. You don't hammer anything together. You just fit your boards into the grooves already built into your cinder blocks. I saw it, and I was like, wow, it's genius. Dude, seriously. And it was really cheap, too. The cinder blocks were not expensive. Like, I feel like they were, like, five or seven bucks, something like that each. We used eight of them to build a three-by-five planter box that was double high. Um, Nice. So, like, you just have to, like, level the ground, um, which... How do you do that? Jesus. Well, 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 let me tell you. Um, so, I mostly did it with my mom. Um, we had, like, a hoe. We had a nice. rake. Oh, yeah. We were hoeing it up. <laughs> we were raking it up. We were shoveling it up. So, basically, we, like, loosened a bunch of dirt. We loosened the hair. So, first, we found a relatively flat spot in my yard because there are areas that are much more slanted. So, to make it easier, we found 
a pretty a spot that was fairly level already. We loosened up all the dirt and then basically I just used the rake to level it out. Um, and then it was like we'd place two cinder blocks, put a board in between them and then stick a level on it to make sure they were actually level and then like rake a little more dirt if we needed to. Um, and I would say I was extremely complimented when my mom told me that I had a good eye for leveling because it was all fairly mm. level done. We had very little adjusting to do. And I was like, this is all my baker training because all I do is pour batter into fucking cake pans and smear that shit. All I do <laughs> is put buttercream on cakes and smear that shit. I am trying to make all my shit level at all times. And I'm like, it's working for the dirt, too. I felt very complicated, complicated, complimented. <laughs> Jesus, dude, this is going to be the whole long day. It's been a long day. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, But 10 out of 10 to be told that I'm good at anything. 10 out of 10 to the ease of this planter and having it built. And we'll see if all my seeds survive or even sprout and work and produce vegetables. It would be really exciting if they did. But I have literally no idea what I'm doing. So. Well, I'm very impressed. and I'm excited to see how it goes and how it grows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going and growing. That's our new segment. Wait, what vegetables did you plant? Did you want to share? Well, 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 we planted a cucumber, as I call cucumber. I was Um, like, is that an exotic vegetable that I don't know about? No, it's just, it's because of that guy. What's his name? It's like, it's Mecca something. It's like this guy who became internet famous, um, this Jamaican guy, and he like sings little songs about like vegetables and stuff. Never heard it. It's not about cucumber. Dude, I follow him on Instagram to listen to his vegetable songs because I love it so much. <laughs> Tells you about what how like what vitamins they're full of and stuff. Um, check it out, everybody. Anyway, okay, cucumber, <laughs> peas of some kind. I don't remember what kind I got. I'm sorry, I'm just like picturing people googling like maca something vegetable song. <laughs> And look up Maca something cucumba and uh, you will find it. It's going to be the first hit. Like, okay, okay, okay. Um, everybody try that and then send send us a review of what you find. Whatever whatever your first hit is, rate it. Um, okay, cucumba, radishes, peas of some kind, onions, nice. and carrots. Are you going to do that fun thing where you now take every like pit that you have that you eat and just like plant it? Um, I really want to. I really want you to, should. but I'm probably not gonna do it. <laughs> um, we'll give it time. I may. I may get there. I may get there. No, that's I'm very just... exciting. I'm jealous and excited. I know. Like getting to watch like grow. It's crazy. Like just... your baby. Like my baby, <laughs> and these are just like my small green babies, exactly. versus my big round baby, my big round <laughs> flesh baby that I have. <laughs> uh, oh, she's so cute. She's pretty cute. Also, so I want to rate Sylvia's outfit for today. So I came home and she was wearing, you know, normal pants and then was wearing three shirts, basically. So Stephen had put her in like pants in a onesie mm-hmm. um, and then it was like a T-shirt onesie. So then he put a long sleeve shirt over it because it was kind of chilly in the house. But then apparently she just insisted on wearing a bright yellow T-shirt with a front pocket, like, over it all. Like, just kept putting it on her head. And, like, this girl hates to get dressed. She does not ever want to get dressed. She wants to stay in her pajamas all day. Once, we're when we're trying to get her into her pajamas after her bath at night, she does not want to put on the jammies. Like, she wants to be nude or just not changed ever and was just apparently insistent. So then she was just wearing three shirts all day. And I put her in a little bucket hat for when we were outside cute Um, so she was just fully in her farming clothes (laughs) 
it was so cute and also because she was just like triple shirted she was just like extra husky um <laughs> and i like tried to put her little hair up in a bun which always really emphasizes her cheeks as well she looks even chubbier and i was just like this chubby baby so chubby so 10 out of 10 to her <laughs> farming outfit that i loved that is so great. Speaking of extra husky, mm-hmm. I, had, <laughs> I had some fun adventures today that I do want to review. I don't know where to start, though. Oh, wherever. Well, can I? My first review is um, I went to yoga today at Humming Puppy. I know you're tired of hearing about it. Am I right? I'm never tired of it. <laughs> but here's what I want to review is going to yoga, going to an actual yoga class when all you've taken in recent months is like restorative yoga or like mm-hmm. relaxing, mellow chill yoga Mm -hmm. going to an actual normal yoga class it was a shock and a half guys it was so fucking exhausting I was like why is this so hard I'm slipping everywhere like my feet (laughs) are slipping my hands are slipping I can't do anything I was sweating so much and I already came into it in a bad mindset because I had the F train was crazy and so I was very very late and I had to actually run to yoga and barely barely and was like completely out of breath when I got on the mat (laughs) having to run anywhere is honestly a crime it was stressful okay rate the rate getting to yoga I mean it was actually a miracle that I was allowed in because they have a really strict policy of like you know you can't Mm -hmm. go in late or whatever so I got there I running up the stairs to the place Mm -hmm um right as they were like you made it and we're gonna go ahead and close the door so like literally at the last second (laughs) god imagine running and then not making it that's a hell oh it was so close um so that was lucky but then like i said very stressful so that's like a five Mm -hmm. um and then the actual practice of yoga being so sweaty and so difficult Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't like that yeah. I rated like a two. And guess what, guys? I'm signed up for a different yoga class for tomorrow. And now I'm like, fuck. Do I cancel? <laughs> yeah. You really got to go in with a more exercise frame of mind, which I'm just like. I don't and like not that. A, yeah. That's yeah. not the frame of mind I want to have. I know. That's like, was was it in the last episode where I was talking about all the different dance classes I tried to look into around yeah, here? And they were exactly. all like about body sculpting. And I'm like, I'm not interested in that. Exactly. I'm literally just trying to do an activity and like have a good time and stretch a little. I'm not trying to sculpt. I'm trying to fucking chill. I'm trying to chill. Exactly. I'm trying to chill, bro. <laughs> oh. People don't get that. It was, dude, it was a fucking busy ass day at work today, um, which I guess it, then I like asked one of the line cooks. They're like, no, it's usually actually busier than this on Sundays. So I was like, oh, I never work this day. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, mm-hmm. having to going in and then just having like, no, I knew it was a short shift. So I was like, okay, this isn't actually that bad. And I also knew this was like my reward I do for myself if I have to work extra is I'm just like, I'm taking advantage of every free thing that I can have at work today and nice. leaving early if I can. So I was leaving work two hours early. So I was always looking forward to that. And I knew I was going to order food. I got Chila Keyless to go. I knew Ooh. I was going to take a bottle of sparkling water, which I did on my way out. And I had my matcha latte for free in the morning. So it was like all in all good, but I'm like, but the fact that it was busy all day and I had to hustle all day, I was Ugh. so resentful. I was Hustling so resentful. all day. That's miserable. It's miserable. I know, especially because I knew I was going to be doing a bunch of gardening work <laughs> like immediately following work. 
Yeah, seriously. Work yeah. to work. Work to work. Although I had a much longer break in between work and um, landscaping party because everyone in my family comes from the Sonoma County area who is coming today. And a big stretch of the highway was just closed because PG&E was doing work on a gas line. So everybody was like, the people that first arrived were about 35 minutes late. And the uh, everyone else arrived about an hour and a half after we were people were supposed to arrive. Damn. So I just kind of chilled. So I would say that was probably a zero out of 10 for all of them. Um, but was honestly kind of like a seven out of 10 for me because I got to kind of chill out a little more. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. Necessary. Leads me to my next review. Mm-hmm. Um, after yoga, it was a beautiful 60 degree day in New York City, first of all. Beautiful, gorgeous. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I need to like go out and about. And I'm in Manhattan anyway for yoga. Might as well enjoy Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. I walk by a 7 Eleven in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. There's a sign for freaking Ices or whatever. Slurpees? What's mm-hmm. the difference? I have I no know. idea. There but I was like, oh, I could just go get an icy. And I was also really thirsty and hungry because I like, hadn't had lunch. Oh, yeah. So I literally went in and bought a Coca-Cola icy. Th- shout out to Caroline, last person I had an icy with um, <laughs> in high school. <laughs> so good. So good, dude. It was very yeah. thrilling. I don't think I've had an icy probably since that time either. It literally cost $2, which was insane yeah. to me. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's this is why I go to Seven Eleven. I was just my coworkers were actually just talking about being in high school and always leaving school at lunch to go eat at a Seven Eleven because you could get hella food for like seven bucks, whatever like garbage hot food they sold. Nice. And I'm like, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to have cheap, easy food that tastes good, even if it is uh just syrup on ice. It is, but it's sparkly and nice. It's great. Oh yeah, no, I'm. I'm not trying to knock it. No, I know, I know. I totally know. Um, that's uh that's very lovely. That's very lovely. And then um, Oh yeah, go. Oh, oh. <laughs> go, go, go. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm hesitating because I'm deciding if this is like an interesting review or just boring. But um That's then really the line our podcast <laughs> walks at all times. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so after 7 Eleven, I had my IC, it was feeling great. I went to the tin building by Jean Georges, which mm, I would like Jean-Georges. to review the name Jean Georges as one of the most fun names to say. Mm-hmm. It's um, very I feel like it gives my it's it got a similar mouthfeel to saying va va voom somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that is how I feel when I say it, but Frencher. It's like a massage for your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I'll take it. Rate that name. Give that a give that a number. I was there for the sole purpose of getting a crepe and getting bourbordier, which is a beautiful French butter. Mm. Um, and I did both those things, guys. I got a crepe and it was amazing. Um, the crepe did cost $16 and it was just <laughs> one slice of ham and a tiny sprinkling of cheese on a crepe. Uh, um, was it worth it? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was also a super long wait for it because, yeah, this guy, speaking of hustling all day, the person making the fucking crepes, I was like, your job, I'm so sorry that you're doing this because it sounded <laughs> so stressful. He had like just back to back crepe, 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 crepe. Everyone looking at him, like watching, waiting for their crepe. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is stressful. Um, but then I got to take the crepe outside into the beautiful sunshine and eat it. Um, 
Actually, what happened is they had these little like Parisian brasserie type tables outside the tin building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell if it was like for a, par- for a restaurant, for a bar, or if I was like allowed to sit at it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like very hesitantly like scoping it out and then very mm-hmm. hesitantly sitting and like eating like yeah. crepe. Just waiting for somebody to fucking kick you off. Exactly, exactly. And then I went back inside and I was like, I guess I need dessert now. Mm-hmm. And so then I got this little Benoffi pie. It's an individual Benoffi pie, I will say, for anyone wondering. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> brought it outside back out to the little tables, which again, not sure if I can sit there, mm-hmm. start to eat it with my plastic fork. Bang, the fork snaps in half. No oh, shit. Yeah, loudly. everyone turned their heads exactly and then i just kind of pack it up and head home so that was my day i feel like i'm basically perpetually just basically when i'm doing anything in any public space or where anyone else can see me i'm just waiting for someone to tell me that i'm doing the wrong thing at all times it's like my constant fear anxiety that i just have at all times like am i sitting in the wrong spot am i using my fork in a weird way do what is happening like are my feet in the way did my purse fall in the way am i standing in the wrong spot and it's like (laughs) i I just it's a it's a constant constant problem i'm having yeah and you know what mostly people don't care what i'm doing it turns out but i still that is true nobody ever really cares about anyone else yeah it's kind of a relief honestly it is it is a relief i i agree I need you to rate every food item you just mentioned. And, okay. And you need to rate snapping your fork in half. Gruyere and ham crepes in general mm-hmm. are a solid 9 out of 10. I love them. This specific mm-hmm. one, extremely light on the cheese, a little bit overburnt. I'm giving it a 6. Mm. And for and, $16, you know. Yeah. Okay, maybe 5. Maybe 5. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything else. Benoffee. Benoffee. Okay, the I love banoffee as a concept. The flavor combo is great. It reminds me of being in is it, Paris. Is it just banana and coffee? No, dude. It's a specific combination of caramel, chocolate, and banana. This, in this case, banana jam. Usually with like a graham cracker crust. Right, right, right. Hella good. Usually, um, this specific one, as I mentioned, with a fork, very hard to get into. Really tough mm. at the bottom. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give it, and then like the top, the banana jam was like really chewy. Interesting. I don't so, think of bananas as chewy. Yeah. Well, it was banana jam. So it, yeah, was like, like, it was like a taffy. Yeah, it was weird. That's like jam should not be a taffy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this was more like a four. Mm, mm. Um, but that's, those were the tragic, reasons. tragic. <laughs> Wait, what the are you, went there, eight. you went there. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's sorry, go on. All right, I see eight. I see eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, you went there for some burr, I believe you said. Yes, burr bourgeois. Rate that. Um, the butter itself is a ten. Now, okay, this was the funny part too. So the tin building is like basically a huge upscale, like amazing grocery store with like little restaurants inside. Mm. I go to check out with just the butter. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just purchasing the butter, and the man is like all day all i do is sell this butter to people like people are obsessed with this butter and i'm like i for good reason mm-hmm. for good reason well, like, tell me good. about it i mean that's just that's it if you, i mean i should post to our pod 
Insta, there's a beautiful like videos you can watch of them making birdier with a little wooden wooden slappers that they slap Ooh. around the butter and make it into a nice little package. Love watching butter get slapped, if you will. <laughs> with like ridges on it. And they have it in all different flavors. I got the standard demi cell, but they had yuzu, they have smoked mm. salts that I've tried. They have like a Spanish spice chili pepper one. I don't know. They mm. have a lot. They have a seaweed one that I'll never try. um how do you how do you like to consume consume this butter just slathered on a piece of bread yeah adrian got a nice um boule from my bakery but the thing about the boule is i was planning to make grilled cheese with mushrooms and onions and i had to slice the boule for sandwich bread and that fucking sucked yeah yeah it's a problem it's a problem with the boule how do you do it do you have a slicer no, I have a knife. Wow. Skills. Mm-hmm. Skills on skills. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's it's funny. It worked. They hand slice all of the bread they get oh, for shit. sandwiches. Yeah. Which I'm just that's like, nice. seems crazy. But I guess yeah. that's to get the right sizes for what they need. And it's great. Maybe if you had like a really nice long serrated knife that was like professional. That yeah. Would help. Yeah, well, they have a pretty shitty knife at work. I think they have one good one, actually, that they use. I don't really participate in that. But I will say, having a good bread knife is a 10 out of 10. Steven and I inherited a very fancy bread knife, and honestly, it is amazing, and I love it. And before that, I didn't even know what I was missing. It has shit bread knives. It's so fucking annoying, 0 out of 10. Damn, I'm so sorry. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. No, that's funny. Um, Okay, speaking of seaweed... And your butter that you'll never try. Yeah. Seaweed extract, I believe, was an ingredient in a juice I had. Yes. Your Nasty. girl drank a couple Nasty. juices this week. <laughs> okay. <I've... laughs> that is what I assumed. But the thing was, so my boss is like, oh, you can also drink these juices for free if you want a juice every day. Oh, nice. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not really juice girl. In fact, as soon as you say that, I'm like, disgusting. I'll never use it. But now you're handing me one and telling me I have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, because apparently some like hot lady with fake tits in a like comes in and flirts with him and then gives us juice. <laughs> I don't really know <laughs> the situation, but I yeah, will. We gotta say, find out the story there. Sorry, but go on. That, I mean, honestly, I'm pretty sure that's the entire story <laughs> from what I've gathered. So she's a juice seller. Yeah, yeah, she works for like a juice company, um, <laughs> and uh, has big big tits uh, and flirts with the chef and brings juice. I have no idea if we're selling it or if just like the line cooks are drinking it. I, I honestly, <laughs> it's like it doesn't ever seem like we have that much in the walk-in. I'm like, I feel like these are just samples for us. I don't know <laughs> what is going on. Um, but honestly, whatever is going on, it's great. So they're like. I don't know. It was just like really fucking good juice. It was like cucumber and shit. I don't know. I thought it'd be weird, but I swear to God, I drank like half this juice and I'm like, my heart is racing and I'm healthier (laughs) than I've ever been. I have so much energy. I immediately had this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like my, I'm glowing and I'm like, I feel like it was just like an immediate, like uh, psychological phenomenon happening of just me being like, (laughs) I'm so healthy. No, so dude, that's clean, detoxifying. Yeah, it that's was. Powerful. Yeah, it was like a ten out of ten situation, and I was just like, I'm, I'm a juicer now. Now I'm juicing. 
Dude, that's so great. I got a juice like a week ago, um, and it was a tropical juice with absolutely mm-hmm. no vegetables in it. But I still mm-hmm. felt like, wow, I'm really doing something for myself. No, that's what I felt like. And it definitely justified me to then just like continue snacking on cake the rest of my shift. I'm like, I've had a juice. I've detoxified anything that could be bad in this. It's fine. That's great. And you know what? I'll keep drinking juice just for that feeling to justify the rest of my lifestyle that is eating only sugar. Was it completely unsweetened or was there like some apple in there or something? It was, I think there was like almost nothing sweet in it at all. It was like a very, like, like how, I mean, like there's some natural sweetness and like cucumber but it was Not, like very like no, no. it was very low low sugar very low sugar but it also Damn. wasn't like it wasn't one of those like because i feel like some juices you know they're like super thick right yeah um this was a waterier juice um which yeah. i felt like was to its credit given that it was a green juice because I, I like i don't want my mouth being left green you know yeah you it know, wasn't doing that did i talk about juice cleanses on this podcast before i have no idea i don't know but my first year out of college i did experiment with juice cleansing mm. a couple times yeah. which i do not recommend also first of all do not do that yeah i feel like that is just like have diarrhea for a few days it was starve like, yourself i'm starving yeah yeah, yeah. That, that was the thing but the yeah. funny part of it was i did it once um and was like wow this is so amazing and then i tried it again like two years later and I could not, I, so it was a three-day juice mm-hmm. thing, could not make it through the first day on the second try. I was like, I'm <laughs> so hungry and my head hurts so bad from caffeine yeah. withdrawal. Like, yeah. no. So no, it didn't make no, it the second time. No one should ever juice cleanse. Zero out into juice cleanse. But having a single juice along with everything else you regularly eat and consume yeah, um, in order to make yourself feel like a green goddess uh, salad dressing you that's a 10 out of 10 that's a 10 out of 10 oh my god amazing and first of all wait sorry i have to review that um this juice cleanse thing so it would give you like five juices in a day mm-hmm. but the last one was like the most delicious cashew milk that was like thick and it was like sweetened with like dates or something it literally mm-hmm. i don't know it tasted like a milkshake especially when all you've had all day is juice <laughs> <laughs> it was like wow this is a delicious like lush yeah I mean, honestly, it sounds great because cashews are wonderful and fatty and dates are delicious and sweet, which is like why do you have we talked about sticky toffee pudding? I feel like we have. It's one of our faves. It's so good. 10 out of 10. Actually, I just had a customer basically kind of scold me because I I was going and filling the cake case at work and this guy comes up and he's like, oh, is that the sticky toffee pudding? And I'm like, oh, no, this is the bread pudding. Um, and he's like, oh, where's the sticky toffee? And I'm like, we actually don't have it. I just did it. We'd had it as like a special for like a week, but we don't have it anymore. And he was like, oh, you should really be carrying that. And I'm just like, yeah, if we have more people ask for it, maybe I'll make it again. He's like, you should. And just went and sat down. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like one, I'm complimented because you yeah. really liked it. And on the other hand, buy something else because the other stuff's good too. Oh, that's funny. I love that. It's so like much power and responsibility that you are like, the person deciding the desserts so yeah cool. it so is cool. it's very fun um and then yeah sometimes a little bit stressful like I just made something that I thought was gonna sell like hot cakes because it was so delicious to me but then no one's what was buying it? it what was it um I did uh, this was a collab with my coworker. I think I maybe mentioned it on the last the rosemary cream puffs 
Yes. It was, it's an olive oil pastry cream with a very lightly scented rosemary whipped cream. And I even had the retail staff taste it because, like, I know that rosemary is a super overpowering flavor, yeah. but we kept it super, super light. It was, like, vaguely floral. Everybody really liked it. Like, all my coworkers loved it. Everyone I gave it to loved it. And then I've sold, like, I've been, like, throwing them out. It's been like Girlie, that. you got to make, like, vanilla. <sighs> That's my advice. I mean, one, duh, I know, but I do appreciate <laughs> I'm like, I'm a genius. <laughs> Emma's invented vanilla. Um, no, okay, because there's a thing. There's a thing. It's kind of hit or miss. I mean, obviously, those flavors tend to sell a little bit better. I sw- I did swap out the whipped cream this weekend af- after, like, having to throw out a bunch on, like, Friday morning. I just switched to orange whip instead of rosemary. Ooh. That's nice. Um, so I do like orange zest and olive oil, I think could be nice. And I mean, I don't know. It's also just been busy this weekend. So I don't know if I've sold more because it's been busy or if it was the rosemary throwing people off. Um, I'll probably switch to something more approachable afterwards. I'm thinking like chocolate toffee, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. But like, chocolate so orange. basically when I very first started doing eclairs, you know, I've recently switched to cream puffs, but it's like the same shit, basically. Mm-hmm. The very first one I did was a bay leaf pastry cream. With caramel Crazy. icing, Crazy. people fucking went apeshit for it. It was so okay. good. It was nice. so good, and it sold like crazy. And I sold, kept that one in stock for, like, a month or two before I switched flavors. And people still mm. ask me for it again. So I'm That's like, awesome. people are interested in interesting flavors, but, like, not this one. Not yeah. fucking this one. And you know what? It's their fucking loss because it's really good. And yeah, these customers can huff my nuts, honestly. <laughs> um people not liking my flavors that are delicious zero out of ten i'm sorry yeah, to say it. that's true um speaking of top sticky talking you know i just had to put out there that um i'm extremely excited wait did i say this on the pod already <laughs> i made a reservation for adrian and i to get lunch in magic kingdom disney world at a place okay. called Liberty Tree Tavern. I can't even say it. Liberty Tree Tavern. <laughs> Liberty, Liberty Tree Tavern. <laughs> which only sells something called Patriot's Platter. Which is like Thanksgiving a Thanksgiving feast. And they have a vegetarian version too. Whatever. Long story mm-hmm. short, it's an all-you-can-eat Thanksgiving food buffet type experience. But this is, mm-hmm. they have one special dessert. And it's famous worldwide. Because and? apparently it's one of the best desserts in the park. And that is a toffee cake. And I'm very excited. Ooh, that sounds fucking good. I cannot wait to hear about the Patriots platter. I'm really excited to find out if this food is actually good or if it's, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. Well, I'm wanting to know what level. What level? Like, are we talking fresh choice buffet or are we talking <sighs> about, like a casino buffet? <laughs> I consider the casino buffet higher. I actually. Um. I'm kind of like being mean calling it a buffet because actually it's nicer than that in that they apparently they bring over like family style dishes to your table and then mm-hmm. you serve yourself from there. So it's like not even as gross as a buffet where it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. More, it's more not, personal. not every, it's like, it's not like a bunch of kids sneezing into your food yeah. and you're about to eat. Which would be gross at a place like Disney World. Yeah, that would opinion. be rough. Um, but I'm really excited. Really excited. I hope um, you need to take pictures of everything, posting everything on the Instagram, on the pod Instagram, rating every Dude, item. I'm I really so hope excited. because it's called Patriots Platter that there's I'm hoping that there are like small American flags in it. I'm Dude, hoping the that whole restaurant. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's American Revolution themed. Like the restaurant itself is like crazy. And there's like well, Adrian be kicked stuff. out because of his British heritage. <gasps> 
That's incredible. You should ask the that. server. You should be like, is he allowed to eat here? Try and get him kicked out. We're already so stoked to go to freaking the Hall of Presidents, which is like a thing where there's an animatronic version of every president. This is crazy. And there's something at Epcot called like the American Adventure, which is a performance, which I'm very intrigued by. Incredible. Incredible. Um, It's so funny because I feel like every like I've heard of Las Vegas as being called Adult Disneyland, but I do feel like hearing you describe the things you will see in Disney World reminds me of ha- like the one time I was in Las Vegas where it's just like this is unbelievable why are we doing this this is crazy it's just like so many different weird levels of kitsch so many different themes um, exactly. and I like love it it's just insane it's an insane vibe it's an insane world it's gonna be so funny I love yes. it I'm excited I'm really looking forward to hearing all My- about it my greatest fear, though, is that I will spend approximately one to two hours surrounded by people in crazy thick crowds, and I'll just be like, uh, this is hell for me. Dude, <laughs> and okay. leave. I have a related, a related review, which is yeah. actually not anything bad to happen to me, because that is a concern, but I want to encourage you to use this phrase if this happens to you, because it's a phrase I've only recently heard, mm-hmm. which is that instead of saying mental breakdown, mm-hmm. saying menti B. I do like that. I do like that phrase. I love that. That's a 10 out of 10. My friend was just telling me about having a minty bee, and I was just like, don't stop telling me your story. Let me compliment this phrase you're using first. Um, it's an incredible phrase, minty bee. It's fun. It's a little silly. I feel like it's a really nice way to sort of cut through the cut through the actual mental breakdown that you may currently be in. It does lighten it. It does lighten the mood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Wait, what reviews do you have for any? Um, I mean, I have I I, I got a bunch of them. Yay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what time is it? What time is that? It's time for the motherhood minute. Okay, I'm a little concerned that I have done this one already cuz I can't remember. I'll stop, yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, have I talked about combing Sylvia's hair watching TV? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Combing Sylvia's hair and clipping her little nails while I turn on videos of animals, little Gudetama animated shorts. That is a 10 out of 10. It is one, the only way that I can cut her nails and brush her hair without her flipping out. <laughs> um, she cannot stand, cannot stand it, hates it. Still doesn't really like it while I do it while we watch TV, but she will just like sit still while doing it. And it's like, I feel like, like it to me, doing that is like the fantasy of what I thought. Like, that's like the best part of what I thought parenting would be like before. Like, (laughs) like that's like when I imagined being a parent and like, I knew it wouldn't actually be like this, but when I imagined being a parent pre parenthood, I was like, I'll do things like have my child sit quietly on my lap and I'll get to like comb their hair and clip their nails and like take care of them. No, it's like sit and be cuddly and nice. And like that obviously never happens. Sylvia cannot sit in my lap for any length of time without like turning around trying to shove her fingers into my mouth. She's really into doing that lately. She's really into miming eating off of me like like (laughs) pretending to pinch something off of like my shirt and then holding it to her mouth and going "Mm." um (laughs) i i'm like this must be something that one of her one of the babysitters like did as a funny thing with her and now she does it to me constantly so i just (laughs) put it back 
it's a little odd but great um 10 out of 10 um or she like is kicking me or just escaping or trying to like lift up my shirt and saying belly and trying to put her head on my belly like these are the things she's normally doing but if i turn on a little tv show then i can just spray honesty tangler all up on her hair and just comb out all her little crazy tangles because she's got the wild crazy baby hair i can clip her little nails that she's not scratching me all the time um and it's like a beautiful little bonding moment i feel like 10 out of 10 makes me want to have tv on all the time that's very cute and you know what occurred to me today when i was thinking how i may never have a daughter um, <laughs> oh, <Okay>. fun. <laughs> how fun would it be to just wear a matching outfit do you ever think about that do you ever wear oh a matching my god outfit? okay one no never but two i think about it a little bit like i don't oh. th- i don't think that we'll ever do it but i remember once i don't even i don't know how i stumbled upon this i think it was when i was trying to pick out outfits for her for your wedding um, mm. So I was looking up, like, fancy girl outfits, um, even though we went with, like, a weird Shakespearean blouse or whatever. It was, like, those weird puffy sleeves. Anyway, um, but there were all these, like, mommy-daughter, like, dresses and overall sets and, like, fancy clothes that you could match your child. And I was like, that's so cute. That's so cute. Um, but I don't think that that is, honestly, for me. I don't think I'll ever do it. Damn. Mostly because I don't buy myself clothes in general. So it would have to yeah. be like an accident. Like, will we ever both wear jeans and maybe a similar colored shirt? It's possible. But it's probably not going to be on purpose. Um, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there it is. There it is. But when I see it, I love it. And I remember, I was remembering this recently. Of I think it was for my second nephew's first birthday. Um that my older nephew insisted that they wear matching clothes. And so I was just like looking through old pictures. And so there's this picture of them on his birthday and they're just both wearing matching tank tops and shorts. And it's so cute matching. And I remember there were these two sisters, in my elementary school, they were always wearing matching clothes and I'm like matching siblings. So fucking cute. 10 out of 10. I love to see that. That is very, very cute. I agree. I want to see children all dressed the same, walking in a line, <laughs> holding a rope or something, or holding hands. But yep. I like to view. The dream. I need more, <laughs> more content of that. <sighs> How's, um, are, what, what is, uh, oh, what do, we, what do we have updates from you? Um, oh, do you want to do a live, laugh, little update? Actually, I have nothing for that. I have, my only update is I'm continuing to go to Julius's classes. Love it so much. 10 out of 10. And I'm slightly concerned because he now follows me back on Insta. I'm like, what if he were to listen to the pod and then realize that I'm secretly obsessed with him? All right. Well, okay. Let's just make this statement. Julius, don't worry. Emma is not actually stalking you. Just a big fan. So just Just take the the compliment and never bring it up. There's a lot of fans out there. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. We love it. We love it. We would love it if you listened, but um, please don't bring it up in person. Do that. <laughs> do do us Dude, solid. I get so starstruck in person too. Like I always like try to like thank him after the class because like obviously that's like the polite mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but um, then I'm like now we're making small talk and I'm so I'm so starstruck. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> like uh, this past <laughs> yesterday after class, I was like I won't be here next week. Because I'll be at Disney World. 
he was like awesome <laughs> and I was like bye <laughs> <laughs> I'm just about you're just like every uh 10 year old leaving their fourth grade classroom exactly and I love it I love it I think it's great and I bet that you're extremely charming and wonderful because you always are um I don't know about that but I should hope so I do have a <laughs> review though I have a review oh yeah survivor season 40 colon <laughs> winners at war dang intense we we finished the season and it is incredible it's such a good season of survivor <laughs> i highly recommend if you've watched the classic seasons like if you watched cagayan if you've watched philippines if you've watched uh their africa season i don't know the big seasons the season with boston rob you will love season 40 winners at wars all the greatest hits all the greatest winners are back and the competing and it's incredible sandra's there oh it's so good you know what i have a confession yeah i've never watched a single episode of survivor in my life you would love it probably probably i mean it's hard not to like it's like very it's very good it's a very high drama it is. It's, do they actually um, do anything interesting? Especially in the earlier seasons. I mean, there's been 44 seasons now. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, the early seasons, like, they were always in a different destination. So there were different, like, hazards in each, you know, like, people mm-hmm. would get hurt. People would get injured. And, like, you know, they're all, like, kind of starving and stuff. So there was, like, definitely <laughs> real stakes. <That's> cool. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely drama in, like, you know, they're trying to compete for a million dollars. So they're always, like, backstabbing each other and spying on each other and mm-hmm. doing cool tricks and stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot of intrigue. What makes people get voted off? They is vote each vote? other. Yeah, they vote each other off. So mm-hmm. they'll do little competitions. And if you sometimes if you win the competition, you get immunity so you can't be voted off. And then mm-hmm. the, everybody votes who they want to leave. And that person leaves. Wow. Yeah devastating devastating you gotta watch that's so funny that you've never seen it yeah i don't know i know i feel like there there was a time that was peak uh reality tv for me but that one did not end up crossing my path i don't know it never really interested me that much i was more of an america's next top model girl you know that's a great show but you know that survival in the wilderness is like one of my like key interests for life that's true that's true that's a very important thing to you yeah yeah i don't i mean i feel like yeah it's a very very low low interest but it is it is an interest it's not off my radar but definitely not as high up as you have you done anything recently to try and up your survival skills never no (laughs) (laughs) never i would never this is okay this is going back to our conversation about how we think about like what if the house burns down like blah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) sometimes i'll be like filling up my like brita and I'll be mm-hmm. like, well, what if we have no more water and this is all the water we have? <laughs> and then you're so just that's... like, yes, I am dead. No, I'll literally feel like happy. Like, at least I'll have this pitcher of water. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> okay, this is actually, that actually took a turn where I don't really know how to respond to that. Because for me, if I'm thinking that, then I'm just like, well, I guess we'd all die. Um, but I like that no. you're just like, I have this pitcher of water. What what can't I do? That's beautiful. I'm like, I'm imagining like water's turned off, right? We're panicking. And I'm like, but you know what? In the fridge, I have an extra pitcher of water. You know what? That's a beautiful thing. Oh. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. Speaking of um, things that we have that bring us joy um, and possibly survival skills, because you know what helped me survive 
um, is I know someone with a bunch of fucking chickens. Um, and I got hooked up with two dozen fresh out the chicky eggs in this last week. And let me tell you. Wow. The prices of eggs right now, sky high. Okay, people sky keep saying high. that. People keep saying that. But I'm like, I feel like New York City's prices were already so high that I'm like shielded because I'm like, they're already high. Do you know what I'm saying? I, don't, I haven't noticed a big change in the eggs. Well, prices. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know anything about New York. Um, but tell also, me, do you order your shit online? Like what? Your like eggs, eggs? Like, are you getting eggs delivered with your groceries? Sometimes, sometimes. So I was going to say, because I mean, I think to me, it's like one, prices are definitely like way up. But I've been shopping at Costco now, which means that the prices aren't like it's high for Costco, but not high for normal eggs, I feel like. But something that is crazy is that like all the time I'm going to Costco and they'll be like out of eggs. Um, Damn. Like they just like there's just egg shortages. So it's just like they're they don't have them or they only have one kind like they don't have the organic ones or they only have the organic ones or they only have like because Costco sells in like 18 packs yeah and then like you can get Five like a double seven. flat um and sometimes they'll only have like one option or they'll just literally have nothing um so I feel like that and I've noticed that too at other stores in Vallejo where sometimes I'll be shopping it's just like oh cool there's just like zero there's like one dozen with three broken eggs in it left in this safe way I guess I'm just not gonna buy fucking eggs well, that's scary. Um, yeah, it's not great. I don't know exactly the problem. I know there's still like supply chain issues, blah blah blah. And then I also know there's some sort of like avian avian flu's been going around. Absolutely fucking us. Um, <laughs> so I would say zero out of ten to all of that. But again, ten out of ten to knowing someone with chickens who's got 28 chickens who are fucking laying right now um that's a lot i know it's crazy um it's the dishwasher at my work he uh has he says this is his third brood so he has 28 right now he says there's two left from his first brood i asked him if when they're done like with their laying because chickens don't lay forever does he eat them and he said no they just like chill in the brood um and like you know, whatever, hang out, um, live their lives. He loves his chickens. But how uh, do they live? Wait, I have so many questions. Guess what? I have no idea. Okay. I haven't even looked I'll into Google it, it for a moment. Um, but he, yeah, he's always taking like kitchen compost from us at work. He takes he get like big buckets, like five gallon buckets of compost and stuff, and food scraps to bring to his chickies. Um, he was apologizing because the eggs he gave me were a little bit dirty because it had rained. And he's like, those chickens mm. are so dirty. I hate having to collect them in the rain because <laughs> everything's fucking covered in mud. They lay anytime, anywhere, wow. whether it's hella muddy or not. Um, but he's like, they're laying like crazy. Can't get rid of my eggs fast enough. Do you want two dozen eggs? And I was like, hell yeah. And he brought me eggs. And they're okay. fucking delicious. And you know what? I don't even have to put them in the fridge. Because when you get fresh Amazing. eggs like that, yeah. you don't have to put them in the fucking fridge. But why not? It's amazing. Oh, uh, I, I mean, honestly, okay, because because of this landscaping party, we were like, oh, we'll do sandwiches. And then I'm like, I have one frozen turkey left in my freezer from when we oh, moved in. Yeah. As you guys may remember, the spooky <laughs> frozen turkey. Yes. So I defrosted that. I defrosted that this last week in my fridge. So there was literally no space in the fridge anyways. It was full of turkey and like still stew leftovers from fucking St. Patrick's Day that ended up just freezing because we had so much fucking pottage. Um, 
Your like, life is so crazy. I just <laughs> I just have a hob. I'm trying to live my hobbit's life over here. Um yeah, 10 out of 10 to free delightful eggs, I would say. And I do like anytime I'm like <laughs> Like, cause I do when like thinking about like the apocalypse of like the, what is it? What if this is my last water? What if everything goes to shit? And then I'm like, well, I know someone with a bunch of fucking chickens yeah, that's who incredible. is nice. And I like, wait, I have a genuine question for you. I feel like I've thought about this before, but it's like, it comes in waves where it's like a question in my mind and then it disappears, but I've never got a good answer of like, how do chickens reproduce? What are you talking about? Like, think about it. The eggs um i don't know what happens uh the cloaca the cloaca i believe what is involved what's that the cloaca okay so is what birds have and it's where they just have like one hole that they like piss shit and lay eggs from okay one hole so So i think i i feel like (laughs) they do mate i feel like the fertilization i think happens internally and not after and then they're the just eggs. laying. I think so. I have honestly, like, I mean, I don't think they're like fish, right? Because I mean, that's not a, it's not a porous membrane, or not that porous, at least. Wow, I've never really thought about it. In a detail. mystery, right? A mystery. Somebody, uh, listeners, reviewers, write in. Tell us about how chickens get down. No, because now that you're saying it, it makes total sense if it's internal, and it's just that they're confused when they lay the eggs and they think it's a baby, but it's actually just an egg what (laughs) wait i think you're still confused (laughs) why would they be confused because like they're sitting on them they're like warming them they're like protecting them but actually it's just an egg it's not a baby but i mean but some of the eggs do hatch when they've been when the when they've been fertilized yeah some (laughs) okay well okay so it's like an instinctual thing that like they lay eggs and sit on them to keep them warm right right right. i don't i guess i wouldn't phrase it as like and this chicken's so confused (laughs) it's like why did like i thought maybe that you thought that like the chicken thought they were gonna have a live birth but then didn't they're like well i guess i just sit on this now (laughs) i'm literally crying (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no it's just a confusing process interesting <laughs> interesting well reviewers write in tell us what you know about chickens i ha- brief i keep trying to talk steven into the idea of getting chickens at some point so i think that would be really nice but i have heard that they kind of attract rodents so maybe nasty nasty but don't, i mean but there's it. literally a neighbor feeding a fucking feral cat colony right across <laughs> our back fence so i'm like i don't think rodents are going to be a fucking problem honestly because what's the actual That's problem true. is cats pissing in my yard every five minutes zero Damn. out of ten dude if you if you are someone that feeds feral cats and not to trap and neuter and release, that's awesome. If you're doing that shit, fucking you're doing the Lord's work 10 out of 10 to you. But if you're just feeding them so that they all fuck in your backyard and your neighbor's backyards <laughs> and piss and shit all over your and your neighbor's backyards and you smell it. Sometimes when the wind blows right, you're just trying to chill in your yard with your baby and you're like, now I smell piss. Zero out of 10, dude. Zero out of 10. That sucks. Yeah. Think about I'm what not, you're doing. Not into that. Absolutely People not. Love cats though. People will literally lose their mind for cats. I yes. I do feel like the feral cat people are a different are a different breed. Yeah. You know? It's like people lose their mind for all sorts of things, but not everybody's That's a hoarder. True. That's true. 
<sighs> I mean, cats are pretty cute. I know. I feel like historically you are sort of anti-cat. Seamus, if you're listening, I like your cat, though. Seamus is a cute cat. I'd like to state <laughs> for the record. <laughs> okay. Important. All right. Seamus, one good cat. That's one good There's cat. at least one good cat. And you liked my cat that we had in high school. I definitely <laughs> did. And uh, yeah, there's some good cats out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. That, I mean, and that's really all you could say about cats. Yeah. Five out of ten. They're neutrals. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Are we missing any reviews? Um, um, well, I have something else related to cats that I wrote down. Let's hear it. <laughs> uh, was learning that tigers can be up to 13 feet long. Is that um, true? Yes. The biggest. Okay. I didn't realize this. Tigers are the biggest of the cats. Um, and Siberian tigers are the biggest of the tigers. So the biggest of the biggest of the cats. And they can be up to 13 feet long. Wow. And my favorite thing about this is that Steven, I tell him this as soon as he gets home. I've like just learned this, but because this was actually the video I was watching while combing Sylvia's hair and clipping her nails recently. Um, I just like looked up a thing about tigers. Um, and so I learned these facts. And so Steven walks in home from work and I'm like, Steven, did you know that a tiger could be up to 13 feet long? And he's like, that's like as tall as our ceiling. And I'm like, well, the ceiling's actually one foot taller than you, and you're only six <laughs> feet tall. So it's actually a lot taller than our ceiling. Uh, and that was a, a 10 out of 10. One out of 10 to Steven's ability to know what 13 feet is. 10 out of 10 to the situation. And I'm like, 10 out of 10 to tigers. Very impressed by you. Um, Dude, also terrified. Three out of 10. Love to see a tiger. Go, seeing tigers at, at San Diego Zoo was incredible. I love that can you too. can you imagine what it would be like to hug a tiger? Wow, a thirteen it's, foot tiger! It sounds where like would you start? start? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly the problem. It's like I feel like it's just such a like it sounds like the most warm, wonderful hug that you could ever have. Um, or a bear. Bears seem very huggable as well. That's true. That's very true. You know, I think the tigers hold a special place in my fantasy of animals I'd like to hug <laughs> because of Aladdin, you know? Oh, yeah. Princess Jasmine, who definitely is, I think, probably in my mind as a child, one of the most beautiful princesses. Um, I, yeah, her having the tiger was like a real, a real formative memory. Very cool. I was always interested in basically only animals from all movies. That is so cute. That makes total sense to me. And I just cannot relate to that at all. I was never an animal person. It's so weird. I'm just like, how could you not be? They're so cute. I mean, they are cute. I love them and appreciate them. I just never was yeah. like that kid that's like animals. I was animal girl. Okay. Speaking of which, okay. I was just talking to a friend of ours and he was saying that like his first word, he's been told this as a baby was gentle. Um, which is so cute, so cute, 10 out of 10. Um, and he was saying how that sort of, he feels like that's informed the way he's thought about himself forever. And I was just in this conversation remembering my first word besides from like mama, dada was Doug, Doug for dog. Oh, and I'm just like, that's actually is pretty accurate to myself as far as my values, which are Doug, Doug's, even though I don't have one because of my tyrannical husband. Okay, um, wait, have I shared this on the pod before? Do stop me if I have. Mm-hmm. But Adrian and I famously met on OkCupid, right? Mm-hmm. You fill out various questions 
on OkCupid okay for like your profile. Yes. And one of one of Adrian's questions that he had answered, I'm like going through and I'm like, oh, he sounds so great. You know, I'd never met him at this point. I'm like, he mm-hmm. sounds great. One of the questions was, what would you something along the lines of what would you save a human baby or a baby animal? Mm-hmm. And he did choose baby animal. Mm. Which I did go ahead and bring up with him in person when we met and I was like what's the deal with that that? Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and he still doesn't have a great explanation because he didn't really remember like answering that but he was just kind of like you know you feel bad for a baby animal and I don't know that was interesting (laughs) interesting well well we'll see how that all shakes out I guess (laughs) but isn't that funny dude (laughs) (laughs) it's extremely funny I feel like that's only the kind of answer that, like, someone, like, a PETA activist would make or someone trying to be, like, controversial. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm trying to stand out in a crowd. Or something. I feel like like a lot of people, I mean, it doesn't sound like this was Adrian's position since Adrian's position is unexplained, it sounds like. Um, (laughs) But I do feel like there's some people who have real negative reactions to babies crying. And when they hear human baby, they think baby crying. And they're like, I don't want it near me. And I hate babies. Which is like a reaction I maybe understood a little bit more before having a baby. And now that I have a baby, I'm just like, you're a psychopath, actually. Dude, you know who's like that. I'm not going to say. But we know someone like that. Uh Uh-oh. Um, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Some people really don't like babies crying, as you said. It's like a true thing. Yeah, which I mean, instinctually, it is um a very anxiety produ- uh producing sound. I feel like it doesn't freak me out. But I yeah, I mean, you're I a great lover of babies, which is one yeah. of your most wonderful qualities. I do love babies. Mm-hmm. They're very good. I mean, now it doesn't bother me anymore. I, well, I don't think it It never really bothered me. I think I just was uncomfortable around babies for a long time because I'd like never, I didn't grow up around a lot of babies. So I just like didn't know what to do. I'm like, are they about to like break in half? Like if I hold them the wrong way, like I had a lot of fear that I was going to like drop them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then it's just like they made a rubber. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. It's all good. And on the note of rubber <clears throat> babies that we would save over a baby animal, probably, but ho- like, let's hope we're never in that position. Yeah. Um, should we end the recording? <laughs> yeah, let's close on that. Um, um, good night. Good night and good luck. I'm so excited to hear about your vacation. Have yes. so much fun. This was 10 out of 10 Thank recording you. with you. 10 out of 10 to our reviewers. Hit us up. Fran and Emma Pot at gmail.com. You know, we want to hear about chickens now. Please let us know. Thank you to anyone who reviewed us on Spotify. I feel like our, we really got some more reviews on there, and thanks to anyone who did that. It was really nice. Yes. Thank you. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Hit us up on the Instagram. We also recently got a new follower on the Instagram. Probably something oh, yeah. that will never listen to the podcast. Maybe <laughs> a spam thing, but it's great for us anyway. We love to boost our follower count. <laughs> spam bots, welcome um but yeah what is the review crew pod is what it is called sorry i felt like i had to say it (laughs) all right you all know you all know have a good night (laughs) good night (laughs) bye bye